Are you a current or future physician assistant wanting to learn more about finances? Then join me on this journey to become a PA the FI way. Hi, my name is Kat and I'm a practicing certified physician assistant who will be your host. It took me five years after I started practicing medicine as a PA to thoroughly dive into my personal finances after I discovered the concept of financial independence. I want to use what I have learned to help you avoid some of the financial mistakes that I have made while sharing some of the financial wins that I have had along the way. Join me as we discuss financial strategies to guide you to becoming a physician assistant on the way to financial independence. Welcome back, everyone, to the PA the FI Way podcast. I'm your host, Kat, and I want to express my gratitude and thank you all for joining me for the show today. This episode will be released the day after Thanksgiving, and I thought that the topic of gratitude would be a really good one to discuss for today's show. Before we jump in, I want to first say that my hope is that you all had a quite lovely and wonderful Thanksgiving day with your family, your friends other loved ones in your lives, and that you were able to spend a lot of quality time with each of them. Thanksgiving is certainly my favorite holiday because there are a few things better in life than spending time with family and having delicious food as well throughout the day. So for today's episode, I want to talk about how to practice gratitude to have a better life. We all know that it's good to be thankful and practice gratitude. I mean, we're usually even taught this in childhood since our parents likely taught us to say thank you after we were given something or someone did something kind for us. But what does it really mean to practice gratitude? How can we embrace an attitude of gratitude? And what are the actual benefits of being grateful? Let's dive in and review why gratitude really is great. So let's first start by reviewing what gratitude actually means. We all know what gratitude is but likely have a hard time defining it or explaining it to someone. Gratitude has been explained as a two-step process. The first is recognizing that something good happened to you in that you've had a positive outcome of some sort. The second is understanding that there was an external source from which this good thing or positive outcome came from. Gratitude is acknowledging the good things in life, and it is a thankful appreciation for the good things that are received whether physical things like gifts or non-physical things like help or favors from others. Gratitude is an emotional response that we feel when given good things or receiving them. It usually is felt when a personal benefit is received due to the good intentions of others that was not earned or deserved. Because gratitude is felt due to things being done outside of you, it can connect you to others or higher power if you believe in one. Now that we understand more deeply what gratitude is, Let's begin discussing some of the amazing benefits of gratitude, including physical and mental health benefits. Let's first start with the physical benefits of gratitude. Grateful people actually tend to have several physical health benefits. In general, they report being in better physical health overall than those who don't practice gratitude. They tend to do more healthy activities, including exercise more. They tend to report fewer physical complaints, but also seek help for their health concerns when needed and be more adherent to the medical advice they receive. Here are some physical health benefits of those who practice gratitude. 
The first is better heart rate variability, which is an indicator of good heart health. Grateful people also tend to get better sleep, have less fatigue. They also often have less inflammation, including fewer inflammatory cytokines. They often have improved blood vessel function after heart attacks. Grateful people can also have reduced blood pressure overall, reduced cardiac disease, reduced neurogeneration. Gratitude may help prevent chronic illness. It can actually help lower your A1C. Gratitude can also help with having a stronger immune system, as well as less physical aches and pains. So those are just some of the physical health benefits of gratitude. But next, let's talk about the mental health benefits of gratitude. So gratitude can help you have less anxiety, less depression, lower levels of stress overall. Grateful people can also have more life satisfaction, more happiness through enhanced serotonin and dopamine. Grateful people can feel more hopeful, have a more positive mood overall, have increased optimism. Gratitude may protect against burnout. Grateful people can have higher levels of perceived social support. Grateful people tend to have fewer suicidal thoughts as well as attempts and could have less severe symptoms of PTSD. And it can be easier to recover from substance abuse if someone practices gratitude. So not only can gratitude help you with your physical and your mental health, but it can also help provide other benefits in other areas of your life, such as some of the following. Gratitude may counteract materialism because you can be appreciative for what you have. It may motivate self-improvement and increase self-esteem. Gratitude can help provide more patience, more humility, more wisdom, as well as more pro-social behaviors, which are voluntary acts to benefit other people in your life or strangers that you come across. Practicing gratitude can help make it easier to form relationships as well as maintain relationships, including those with both friends and romantic partners. Grateful people tend to have a higher performance at work and may actually have increased job satisfaction. Practicing gratitude can help with fewer negative feelings, better communication, better empathy, more likability, more involvement as a team member, more selflessness, more spirituality, less resentment and fear, and even more motivation. So now that we have covered the physical health benefits, the mental health benefits, and the other life benefits of having gratitude in your life, let's review how you can actually practice gratitude to be able to reap those benefits. Keep in mind that it can take some time to trial these types of practices to decide if it may feel like a good fit for you for some of them or if you feel like it's working for you or not, try to be patient as you test some of these different types of suggestions out. So the first is to keep a gratitude journal. And this type of practice has also been called count your blessings. And you likely have heard of this idea before, as it is one of the most common ways to practice gratitude. To begin a gratitude journal, which is a place where you can count your blessings in life, you would decide how many things that you would like to write about and how frequently you would like to write about them. Most will benefit from journaling about three to five things that they are grateful for on a daily basis, but others can notice benefits from journaling only one to two times per week. You may choose to simply write a list of the things that you're grateful for, but 
It could be better if you were to go into further detail as to why you're grateful for them on your list or what feelings you felt when you received the good thing or experience. Be patient as this practice often can take at least three weeks to notice the benefits and for it to become a habit. To help you with working on your gratitude journaling, you could also use some journal prompts, such as any of the following examples, people that you're grateful for, things that you're grateful for, abilities that you're grateful for, opportunities that you've had that you are grateful for in life, current challenges that you're facing and what you are learning in the process of those challenges, your favorite memories, whether recent memories or past memories from childhood, or something that money can't buy, but that you're grateful for. The next way to practice gratitude is very similar to the gratitude journal, but it's called three good things. And what you would do is you list out three good things that happened in your day and you write about what you think were the causes of those good things or the things that went well in your life. You don't just list them out, but you try to dig in and think about what caused them. And then the third way to practice gratitude is a practice called mental subtraction. And this practice is where you would imagine what your life would look like if a good event hadn't occurred. This activity can make you more grateful for the good things that you actually have currently in your life or things that have been good past experiences in your life. The fourth way that you can practice gratitude is writing out thank you notes or gratitude letters. Is there someone in your life that you want to thank for either something that they gave you or an act of kindness that enhanced your life? Take the time to write them a thank you note or a letter expressing your gratitude. Interestingly, just the act of writing the letter can help you feel more grateful and notice the benefits of gratitude without even actually having to send the letter. However, think about how happy and maybe even a bit surprised that this person could feel by receiving the letter from you. So if you're on the fence about whether or not to send it, go ahead and do it because it might make their day. If you think that writing a note or a letter is too old-fashioned, You could certainly send an email or a simple text message as well to let them know how grateful you are for them. The fifth way that you can practice gratitude is something called a gratitude visit. And a gratitude visit is a way that you can actually amplify the effect of a gratitude letter if you had written someone. For example, let's say that someone meaningful in your life has had a big impact on your life and you want to take the time to thank them and show them how special they are to you. Perhaps they were a mentor or a loved one in your life, and you want to let them know. So you could start by writing them a gratitude letter, write a very nice letter about how they help to teach you, mentor you, guide you, provide for you, etc. Next, instead of mailing them the letter, take the time to meet up with them in person and then actually read your letter to them out loud. I can only imagine that this experience would have a lot of impact for both of you involved. And it would very likely boost both the happiness of yourself as well as the receiver for weeks, months, or even possibly years to come. The sixth way of practicing gratitude is to actually receive gratitude. Not only is it good to be a grateful person and give gratitude for the things and events that you are thankful for, but it's often actually more impactful to be the one receiving gratitude from others. However, the interesting thing is that you can actually dwell on a past story and a time of when you received gratitude from others instead of needing to constantly be receiving gratitude over and over for new gifts or services that you've provided for others. 
Additionally, if you find someone else's story of gratitude that they share as something that you can empathize with because it resonates with you and is very inspiring, you can think about that story and reap the benefits of their gratitude. If you'd like to learn more about how this all works, check out the Huberman Lab podcast episode titled The Science of Gratitude and How to Build a Gratitude Practice. I'll include a link to it in the show notes. The seventh way that you can practice gratitude is to pray or meditate upon what you are grateful for. Thinking about and focusing on what you're grateful for can help cultivate the benefits of gratitude. If you are a religious or spiritual person, you can do this through prayer or through meditation if that feels more aligned for you. Perhaps you even combine this activity with the gratitude journal and do them alongside of each other. The eighth way of practicing gratitude is to verbally tell others what you are grateful for. You could also try to be more diligent to tell the loved ones in your life or even strangers in your life what you are grateful for about them or what they did for you. For example, telling your spouse that you're thankful that they're such a hard worker or for helping with things around the house can help you both to feel great in that moment. And you each may be more likely to continue to want to work as a team towards your shared goals and values in the future. So as you can see, gratitude has so many benefits. There are also many ways that you can start incorporating gratitude into your life or continue to do so if you already are. So in this season of thanks, I want to thank you not for only taking the time to listen to today's podcast episode, but also for all of your other support and words of encouragement as well. I absolutely love hearing from you and meeting you in person, sometimes at different events. I'm already signed up to go to AAPA in Nashville in May of next year, which I'm looking forward to. And I've just absolutely loved this little corner of the podcast space, the internet, social media space that we have over here at PA The FI Way. I hope you all enjoy the rest of the holiday season coming up and have a great rest of your week. See you back soon. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope that you decide to continue to join me along this journey of becoming a PA the FI way. Please take a moment to press the subscribe button on the platform that you are listening to this on, but more importantly, consider sharing with another current or future PA that could benefit from the information that we reviewed in this episode. Take care and have a great rest of your day. Until next time.